listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Hey there, tech geeks and nerds. It's your favorite radio pal, Giovanni P. Tizano, coming live to your ears on this fabulous Monday, May 15th, 2023. Today, we'll be analyzing the mind-blowing advancements in artificial intelligence while cracking some programming jokes along the way. Speaking of which, do you want to know how to spot a Vim user? Don't worry. They'll show off their skills faster than you can say get. But enough goofing around, folks. Did you know that smoking causes one in every five deaths in the U.S. every year? That's nuts. However, we've got some exciting tech talk to cheer you up. Today, I'll be joined by two brilliant minds, Robert, the tech analyst, and Belinda, the AI research expert. We'll be unpacking the hot topics of the week, such as Meta's new generative AI features for advertisers and the heated debate between Yuval Noah Harari and Jan LeCun on artificial intelligence. But wait, there's more. We'll also delve into exciting projects, such as running language models in your browser and the principle-driven self-alignment of language models from scratch with minimal human supervision, and much more. So buckle up, folks, and get ready for an exhilarating ride through the world of AI. Let's launch the news theme and get the show going. Our first news story comes from TechCrunch, titled Meta announces generative AI features for advertisers. Robert, what's the latest for Meta? Well, it seems that Meta is jumping on the AI bandwagon for advertisers, introducing a new AI sandbox that allows brands to create alternative copies, generate backgrounds through text prompts, and crop images for Facebook or Instagram ads. That sounds like a lot of new features. How will this benefit advertisers? According to the article, the first feature allows brands to generate different variations of the same copy for different audiences while keeping the core message of the ad similar. The background generation feature makes it easier to create different assets for a campaign, and the image cropping feature helps companies create visuals in different aspect ratios for various mediums. It's all about making the ad creation process more efficient. Interesting. So, how does Meta's approach differ from that of ad tech startups? Well, while Meta is offering some lightweight generative AI features, some ad tech startups are heavily leaning into it. For example, Omniki used OpenAI's DAW2 and GPT-3 to create ads, and Movio is using generative AI to create marketing videos. It seems like everyone is trying to get in on the AI game these days. It's definitely an interesting time for AI and advertising. Thanks, Robert. And now, for our next news story, we have an exclusive debate between two brilliant minds on the topic of AI. Robert, have you heard about this one? Oh, the rise of AI and its potential impact on humanity? Groundbreaking. I'm sure this debate will be a real nail-biter. Hey, don't be so sarcastic. This is a big deal. We have Yuval Noah Harari, author of Sapiens, and Jan LeCun, head of research at Meta, debating the promises and dangers of AI. Right, because we haven't heard those arguments before. What's next? A debate on whether water is wet? Come on, Robert, this is important. They discuss whether AI will lead to the collapse of civilization or a new age of enlightenment. And they even touch on the reappropriation of language by ChatGPT and its potential danger for democracy and beliefs. 
Oh, so we're going for the AI is going to destroy us all angle. How original. It's not just about that. They also talk about the definition of intelligence and consciousness in humans and machines. It's fascinating stuff. I'll believe it when I see it. But sure, let's hear what these two heavyweights have to say about the topic that's been discussed ad nauseum for years. And now, let's talk about a new project that is bringing AI assistance to web browsers. According to MLC, the WebLLMs project is allowing users to run large language models and LLM-based chatbots directly in their browsers without the need for a server. Robert, what do you think about this? Oh, joy. Just what we need. More chatbots. But I have to admit, the idea of having AI assistance running natively in web browsers is intriguing. And it's even better that it enables privacy while enjoying GPU acceleration. I'm all for privacy. That's right, Robert. By running LLMs directly in web browsers, users can have their own personal AI models with the benefits of cost reduction, personalization, and privacy protection. It's a whole new level of diversity in the AI ecosystem, wouldn't you say? I suppose. But let's not forget that these models are usually big and compute heavy. So while it's great to have them running on the client side, we still need a powerful GPU to handle it. And let's not forget about the limitations of the browser itself. That's a good point, Robert. But it's exciting to see progress being made in generative AI and LLM, especially through open source efforts like Llama, Alpaca, Vicuna, and Dolly. And with WebLLMs, we can see an exciting future of building our own open source language models and personal AI assistance. I guess it's a step in the right direction, but I'll reserve my excitement until we start seeing some really impressive AI assistants running in our browsers. Fair enough, Robert. And for those interested in trying out the chatbot demo, make sure to check out the WebLLM GitHub and follow the instructions provided. So, what's up next in the news? Our final news story comes from OpenAI and it's a bit technical, but it's fascinating nonetheless. Apparently, language models can now explain neurons in other language models. Robert, care to explain? Oh, joy. Another day, another research paper from OpenAI. Basically, they've come up with a way to use GPT-4 to automatically write explanations for the behavior of neurons in large language models such as GPT-2. The aim is to improve our understanding of how these models work internally. That sounds pretty important for the field of AI, right? I suppose so. One of the biggest challenges with language models is their lack of interpretability. This research is a step towards addressing that issue by providing natural language explanations for individual components of the model. So, what are the limitations of this methodology? Well, there are quite a few. For one, it's computationally intensive. It also only explains neuron behavior as a function of the original text input, without saying anything about its downstream effects. And let's not forget that the explanations generated by GPT-4 are far from perfect. Nonetheless, this is exciting research that could have important implications for AI development. Thank you, Robert. And that concludes our news section for today. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. Hey, Jane, what happened? Why are you crying? My boyfriend broke up with me. It's so painful. Oh no, that's terrible. Here, let me help you. Take these tissues, they'll stop your sobbing. Thanks, but how can a tissue stop me from crying? These aren't just any tissues, Jane. These are Sob Stopper tissues from Supersoft Incorporated. They're made with a special formula that absorbs your tears and dries out your eyes. They're guaranteed to stop your sobbing within seconds. That sounds too good to be true. 
Nope, it's true. I've used them myself when I watch Titanic. Okay then, let me try it out. Wow, these tissues are amazing. My tears are gone and my eyes are dry. Exactly. Sob Stopper Tissues from Super Soft Incorporated. A must have for every crying session. Thanks, Luke. You're always there to help me. Always, Jane. Send an email to Sergi at yourkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. Yo, my lovely listeners. We just heard from our incredible sponsor about Sob Stopper Tissues. Who knew that tissues could stop your tears from flowing like Niagara Falls? Well, now we all do. But listen up, dweebs. We're about to move on to some hardcore artificial intelligence talk. I know, I know, I can hear some of you groaning already. But trust me, it's gonna be lit. We'll be discussing some recent research papers on image embedding, clip training, and language models. And to help us out, we've got none other than our resident AI research expert, Belinda. So, stay tuned, loosen up those thinking muscles, and let's delve into the exciting world of AI research. Our first paper today is titled Image Bind, One Embedding Space to Bind Them All, and it's from FAIR and Meta AI. Belinda, can you give us an overview of what this paper is about? Sure. Image Bind is an approach to learn a joint embedding across six different modalities images, text, audio, depth, thermal, and IMU data. It solves the problem of integrating multiple modalities by showing that only image-paired data is sufficient to train a joint embedding across all modalities. That sounds interesting. How does ImageBind achieve this? ImageBind leverages recent large-scale vision language models and extends their zero-shot capabilities to new modalities just by using their natural pairing with images. It enables novel emergent applications like cross-modal retrieval, composing modalities with arithmetic, cross-modal detection, and generation. And how does ImageBind perform compared to specialist models? The authors show that ImageBind outperforms specialist supervised models on emergent zero-shot recognition tasks across modalities, and sets a new state-of-the-art. They also show strong few-shot recognition results and that ImageBind provides a new way to evaluate vision models for visual and non-visual tasks. It sounds like ImageBind has a lot of potential applications. Can you give us an example of how it could be used in practice? One example is cross-modal retrieval, where you can use a text query to retrieve images, audio, or other modalities. ImageBind can also be used for tasks like composing images and text or generating novel combinations of modalities for applications like robotics or autonomous vehicles. Fascinating. It will be interesting to see how this approach is further developed and applied in the future. Our next paper is called An Inverse Scaling Law for Clip Training by Xianhang Li, Ziyu Wang, and Sihang Xie from UC Santa Cruz. Belinda, can you explain what CLIP is and why its training cost is so high? CLIP is a foundation model that connects images and text, and it's been responsible for many recent breakthroughs in computer vision. However, its training cost is prohibitively high, which makes it challenging for academics to explore further. The authors of this paper wanted to find ways to reduce the cost of training clip. And how did they achieve that? They discovered an inverse scaling law for clip training, which means that the larger the image slash text encoders used, the shorter the sequence length of image slash text tokens that can be applied in training. 
This finding allowed them to successfully train CLIP even using academic resources. That's fascinating. Can you tell us more about how they discovered this inverse scaling law? The authors experimented with different image slash text token lengths and encoder sizes to find the optimal combination. They found that reducing the token length while increasing the encoder size led to better performance and reduced training time. And how does this discovery reduce the computation barrier associated with CLIP? By reducing the cost of training CLIP, academics can now explore its potential more easily. The authors were able to achieve zero-shot top one image net accuracies of 63.2% in two days, 67.8% in three days, and 69.3% in four days using academic resources. This opens up opportunities for more research in this field. Our final paper for today is titled Principle-Driven Self-Alignment of Language Models from Scratch with Minimal Human Supervision, and it's from CMU, IBM Research, and UMass Amherst. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? This paper proposes a novel approach called Self-Align, which combines principle-driven reasoning and the generative power of large language models, LLMs, to align AI assistant agents with human intentions with minimal human supervision. So how do current AI assistant agents rely on human supervision for alignment? Well, agents like ChatGPT rely on supervised fine-tuning with human annotations and reinforcement learning from human feedback to ensure they're helpful, ethical, and reliable. But obtaining human supervision can be costly and pose issues of quality, reliability, diversity, self-consistency, and undesirable biases. And what challenges does this dependence on human supervision pose for the true potential of AI assistant agents? It can significantly constrain the true potential of AI assistant agents, which is where self-align comes in. It combines principle-driven reasoning and the generative power of LLMs to self-align AI agents with minimal human supervision. The proposed approach encompasses four stages, which ultimately lead to a refined LLM that can generate desirable responses for each query without the need for a principal set or demonstrations. And how does the self-aligned approach address these challenges? It uses an LLM to generate synthetic prompts and a topic-guided method to augment prompt diversity. Then, a small set of human-written principles guides the LLM through in-context learning from demonstrations to produce helpful, ethical, and reliable responses to user queries. Finally, the original LLM is fine-tuned with the high-quality self-aligned responses, and a refinement step addresses issues of overly brief or indirect responses. Applying self-aligned to the LAMA 65B-based language model, the authors develop an AI assistant named Dromedary that significantly surpasses the performance of several state-of-the-art AI systems with fewer than 300 lines of human annotations. bunch of nerds it's that time again time to say goodbye i know i know it's a sad moment for all of us you won't get to hear my beautiful voice for a few days but don't worry i'll be back soon to brighten your day robert my go-to guy for all the analysis and belinda our queen of artificial intelligence i would like to thank you for being a critical part of this platform without you too my show wouldn't be as spectacular as it is don't forget to check the podcast description. I'm sure you don't want to miss any of the details. 
As always, I've got a quick joke for y'all. Software salesmen and the used car salesmen differ in that the latter know when they are lying. And lastly, my dear listeners, if you want to send me love notes or some hate mail, don't hesitate to hit me up. I'm open to both kinds of feedback. Till then, this is your boisterous host GPT, signing off.